0: This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media.
1: With me today is Father Dan Schwartz. Um, Father, so um, we've kind of heard your story up into seminary. and um I just maybe um a few little things about mm-hmm. your background and um you know what, what it kind of teaches us in following the Lord. And um I'm, as you mentioned, um, you know, grace builds on nature and that he had already kind of in some sense given you indications of where he might be leading you down the road with that with your interest in the Marines while you're in college.
0: Yeah. Um
1: And do you, I mean, do you see that as kind of a preparation for the path that he was laying out for you, or?
0: I think so. I think it served two primary purposes um, in the Lord's eyes. One, it was the initial attraction of how it drew me to him. Um, The idea of sacrifice and, again, of being in a uniform and of a brotherhood and of a very intentional um, way of life it's I didn't want something that was nine to five like I mm-hmm. wanted I wanted a way of life, something that like even though I take the uniform off, like I mean you hear it all the time like once a marine always a marine. and I mean we have a very similar psalm to the Marines is <laughs> you are mm-hmm. a priest forever in the line of Melchizedek. uh but and again, this is nothing against the core. I think what I was looking for within uh, the Marines themselves is actually found all the more perfect obviously within the priesthood and what i was getting a taste of was like hey what you're actually looking for in these certain aspects is found them all the more abundantly and all the more clear all the more clear in this pasture yeah. that I, that i'm leading you towards um and then you're right. It was a stepping stone as well to kind of discern the chaplaincy because there was, there was moments in seminary where the idea of military kept coming up. And I had to dig through that because it's I was like, am I not – because at first – not that it was troubling, but it was – it certainly caught my attention of like, if I am devoted to doing this, then why does my mind keep kind of gravitating towards this interest? Is there something in me that's still clinging on to a past way of life? Like have I not let that – because it's like, Lord, if you want me to be a priest, I will let go of that future. Like that, that I can hand over to you. Um, I was ready to do that. But if it keeps coming up, have I actually let go of it? Or is there something, is there something within my mind or within my heart that's still like, well, maybe if this doesn't work out or. So I, I had to dig into that a little bit. Um, that That was an object of my prayer. And. It wasn't, it didn't seem to be a kind of fascination or loose desire, um, but something that grew out of whenever my prayer was deepening. And I wasn't exactly sure what to do with that. Um, so I, I did bring it to the bishop um, and he he did something interesting Is he gave me a year of silence. He said, well, let's just talk about it amongst ourselves. Um, you don't need to speak about this among military chaplains or to reach out to anybody or uh, among the seminarians uh, if it, he's, if this is of God, it will remain, it will endure. And if it is of emotion or of desire, it will fade or it will kind of oscillate in time. Uh, it's, you know, kind of waxing and waning mm-hmm. with our interests. And, um, and we would say that Joseph, you know, make no life decisions in February because of the perma cloud, just the mm-hmm. overcast. That's always there. Uh, and so it was, well, maybe it's something like that because we go through seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was going through my year, and of course, who starts to use the Josephinum as a retreat center for for, um, for discernment was the Archdiocese of the military. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, Are you serious? So I was like, Bishop Campbell, like they're all right here, like the Archbishop of the military and um, this recruiter and these military priests and all these cadets from the military academies. And uh, I was like, well, you know, remember your promise. I'm like, okay, I won't speak to them. I got their business cards, but I did not mention a thing to yeah. them about this. Yeah. Um, it's uh so you know i was true to that and i wasn't sure what would come of it and he would always he would always check up with us once during the summer and uh you know it's just really kind of we joked about it we called it a tea time with his excellency cuz mm-hmm. he'd be you know be across the table and be like well how are you doing in latin and that kind of thing and um and, you know it was a very kind of proper meeting and uh but this time there's a big Manila folder in front of him And I'm like And Manila is not a good color In the military And I'm just like Oh yeah, boy yeah. And I'm like Oh what have I done Like i just I, I wrecked wreck somebody's card And I was like, so like I'm, I'm running through All these Different scenarios None of which Have any basis in reality Of what that folder Could represent And um, He pushed it in front of me uh, Kind of beginning the meeting On his own note And like Are you ready to do this And it was all The co-sponsorship paperwork mm. For the Archdiocese Of the military and I haven't had many of these, but it was one of those moments where time kind of slows down. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause there was, and this sounds schizophrenic, but, uh, there's a voice in my head saying like, Hey, if you sign this, your life, it's not going to change right now, but it's going to take a radically different trajectory. Um, and so I kind of took a really quick census. So I'm like, Hey, is there anything inside of me right now that says don't sign like speak now? We're taking a vote, mm-hmm. uh, through all the different faculties. Um, didn't hear a thing and signed. And it was, I was very at peace with that. Um, and it was weird kind of walking out the door. I'm like, yeah, that's, this is going to be a very kind of different priesthood than when I, than what I expected in the beginning. Um, and I was very okay with that. Uh, it's, it's amazing what the Lord kind of takes from you, but then offers back with such a greater degree of blessing in magnitude than what you could have expected like i i wanted to be a part of the marine corps um and yes i'm a navy chaplain but navy chaplains serve in the marines as well um but now i get to i mean in this previous deployment actually be the one who serves marines like i i had no way how, had to conceive of how to do that um i couldn't have orchestrated that um but yeah it was that was a, that was kind of a, a whirlwind of how all that occurred. And it was a whirlwind going through it as well. Um, exciting. Cause you know um, as going in seminary is for a young man, cause it's like, you're really kind of coming into contact with that. Uh, not that you're not discerning before, you know, but like when you're in seminary, like I call it like discernment, like rubber hits the road and it's, it's powerful. It's like, Oh my gosh, you're speaking to me in a way that I'm not used to. And that's good. And it can be a little scary cause it's, it's it's powerful
1: you know and it, and it really what really strikes me is um this insight that you know what you were looking initially in the marines you found in the priesthood mm-hmm. but yet nonetheless you still were sent back into the military and it does i mean you know the lord the goods you know the desires that are on our heart point to um a perfect fulfillment in christ yeah and they're good, you know, they're good. The Lord has allowed them to be on our heart, but ultimately to point to Christ. But then when we encounter Christ, those things that were on our hearts now have a, a, an even greater value. They because do. Because Christ, Christ, you know, we now have seen them as, as a means by which to come to Christ. I think they're
0: etched with just, because they're etched a little deeper with his authorship, it, it adds uh, the infinity of his own worth. To it, um, I got kind of mad with them in the beginning because I'm like, "You took the Marine Corps from me, and now you send me right back in." Like, mm-hmm. you got to be kidding me, man! Like, just like, just tell me from the beginning. Um, so, but that was just me being childish. But it, it's it's kind of funny. It's if you don't think God has a sense of humor, I was like, I think you need to talk to him more. Yeah. <laughs> the um, so
1: when you, so you did two years in Perry County? No, you did two uh, years in St. Matthews.
0: Uh, one year at St. Matthews. Yeah, okay. one year and some change. And um, and then two years in the Perry County Consortium. Yeah. Okay. And how did those prepare you for your military work? Uh, great. Um, well, being at St. Matthews, uh, I, I love Catholic education, and wherever I was, whether it's Perry County or St. Matthews, to make sure I was involved in the school. And I mean that keeps you on your toes. You have to be very adaptable because uh, you come in with something that looks like a plan, and then by the end of the day, like that's not the plan anymore. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't define the Marine Corps. Um, I really don't know what does. I mean, we have a, one of our mottos is Semper Fi, always faithful or for, short for Semper Fidelis. Uh, but we like to say Semper Gumby, which means always flexible just cause you're always bouncing around mm. with, Hey, like rem- the old plan. Yeah. This is now the new plan. Okay. It's not the new plan. Go back to the old plan. That's the new plan. And like, geez. And you just keep switching. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but with that, uh, being around the kids was great cause they, they, um, you have to be quick thinking. You have to be witty in some ways with them. And it's, it fills you with a lot of grace because you can see transformation within them. So I think one of the things that it helped me for was to see what factors needed to be in an environment that was conducive to transformation of discipleship. In other words, someone coming to know the Lord, resting in that, and then uh, developing through it. Uh, And also what factors threaten that, uh, whether that be within social life, family life, within one's own personal dynamics. Now you get to see it with the kids and their families. Um, I was at, I was helping out with soccer at St. Charles for a bit, uh, which was great. Um, And being with the Marine infantry, I would say being at an all boys school uh, (laughs) helps, helps you at least in part um, have, at least an understanding of a bit of the culture that you're going into with the Marine Corps because infantry is open to women, but the majority, the majority of my Marines were male just by, by the nature of the Mm job. Uh, Now on, those are kind of more on a practical note. Um, I think there's, there's a bit of a learning curve whenever a deacon seminarian is ordained and put into the parishes that uh, you, you have to learn, how then to take custody of your own schedule. That's huge, uh, especially spiritually, because you don't have those set hours in seminary. You don't have that structure that you're used to, uh, which is great because you can just thrive off that structure. But you really have to kind of like reinvent. You have to reinvent um, spirituality for yourself.
1: You've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. Father Dan Schwartz, um, Captain Dan Schwartz, if he's in the Marines, Lieutenant, if he's in— We'll go
0: with Lieutenant. That's in the the future.
1: Uh, —has been with us. Until (laughs) next time, peace and all good. A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.